0: Shalom, Shalom, Israel. Giving all praise to the Most High and to His Son, Shah. Hope y'all had a blessed day today. Hope y'all you know ready to receive the Word. Um, you know, making sure you stay productive on a day-to-day basis. You know, asking yourself, did I use this day to its to its max, or did I waste another day? Um, you know, and that's something I try to you know look at myself and examine it myself because I'm never going to tell you something I do look at myself i will be looking at my own days and and be looking and saying, did I do everything that I could have done today? Or did I waste that precious time? And if I did waste that time, what will I do differently next time? Will I fall into the same traps? Will I fall into the same snares? But today's class, David and Goliath, the struggle between Israel and our enemies. Um, Because Israel don't understand that it's not just waiting for Yahweh to save us, you know. Um, and
1: when you're reading in this story, you're going to find out that's one of the major problems with Israel is that we're always waiting for something else. We're waiting yeah. for somebody else to save us. We're waiting for something to happen. We're waiting for some major event. We're waiting for the next uh, natural disaster. We're waiting. We're always waiting. And see, what David taught us is do for yourself. Go out there and fight your own enemies. Okay. Go out there and be valiant for your own self. Go out there. When you being valiant for the Lord, who are you, who you being valiant for? you being valiant for yourself, for your children, for your wife, because the Lord is amongst us. He is amongst Israel. That's right. So when you being valiant for the Lord, you got to be valiant for yourself. See, give me 1 Samuel 17 and 1. 1
2: Samuel <laughs> chapter 17, verse 1. Read. Now the Philistines. Gathered together their army to battle. See the
1: enemies, the enemies of our nation gathering themselves, their armies, armies to battle us, man. Read.
2: And were gathered together at Shekah. Read on. Which belonged
1: to Judah. On our home turf. Read.
2: And pitched between Shekah and Ezekah and Ephraim. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together.
1: See, when our, our men. We come and gather together. But let's see the difference. We're going to see the difference between our men that come to gather the war and the enemy's men that come and gather the war. What be one of the major differences? Read on. And pitched by the valley of Allah. Read on. And set the battle in
2: a rate against the Philistines. Read. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side. See, the
1: Philistines, they're going to stand on what they stand on. They kingdom. They doctrine. They, 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 they mountain. They power, read.
2: And Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And we
1: always going to stand on what we stand on, our power, the most high and his son, our doctrine, our kingdom, read.
2: And there was a valley between them. But what
1: brothers in power, when brothers get power and the truth, what they forget about is the valley. They forget about the young ones. They forget about the ones in between. They forget about the next generation. They forget about the ones that come in in the door ain't never been to battle before. That's the ones in the middle of the valley. We got we got strong brothers over here on the on this mountain. We got the enemy over there on that mountain. But some of these brothers don't forgot about the the collateral damage in the middle, you know, and we still got to remember about them. Who are we fighting for when we go out them street out on them street corners? Are we fighting just so we can call you saw the devil? Is that the whole purpose? We want to exercise our First Amendment right. Freedom of speech. Is that what we fighting for? Oh, be real with ourselves. Are we out there fighting for our First Amendment rights or are we out there fighting for freedom? Are we out there fighting so that, you know, Esau can't arrest us in a court system or are we, are we out there fighting for the kingdom, though? Some of them brothers out there fighting for First Amendment rights, man, so they can be able to say whatever they want to say. See, give me Psalm 65 and 9. Let's get more understanding on these man- mountains and these valleys. Psalm 65 and 9, because... What we, got, what we got to understand is, what was the lingo back then? What was, what was the way that we spoke back then? See, read this for me. Right?
2: The book of <laughs> Psalms, chapter 69, 65, and verse 9. Read. Thou visitest the earth. He said,
1: visitest the earth, read. And waterest it. And waterest it with his word. See, that earth is not just talking about the ground under your feet. That earth is the people's, man. Read.
2: Thou greatly enrichest it. With the river of God The
1: river of God, which river is that is that is that the river Jordan? Is that the river Hiekah is that the river is that is that one of the great rivers in the United States Which river specifically is the river of God Read on
2: Which is full of water They say the
1: river of God is full of that word full of that good doctrine, full of that everlasting life read
2: thou preparest them corn Read on when thou. Has so provided for it. See
1: that corn, that's going to give us that fulfillment. We'll have a full life, good joy, good happiness, no worries. That's that corn. That's that wine. No worries, man. Read.
2: Thou waterest the ridges thereof
1: abundant. He say he waterest the ridges. Read.
2: Thou settlest the pharaohs thereof. Read on. Thou makest it soft with showers. Thou blessest the springing thereof. Read on. Thou crownest the year. With thy goodness
1: and thy paths drop back. Read on.
2: They drop upon the
1: pastures. He say these the, these paths, the rain, the showers drop upon the pastures. Read. Of the wilderness. Of the wilderness. Read.
2: And the little hills rejoice on every side. He's saying the
1: little hills rejoice on every side. How can a hill rejoice? How can a pasture rejoice? See, it's letting you know it's talking about the peoples. We are that valley. We are that pasture. We are that little hill. Read on. The
2: pastures are clothed with flocks. Read on. The valleys also are covered over with corn. Read on. They shout for joy. They do what? They shout for joy. Read. They also sing. That's
1: what, we, that's what we fighting for. We fighting for the pastures. See, the mountains, sometimes they forget about the pastures, man. They forget about the valley. They forget about the ridges. They forget about the... the, the, the they forget about... The, the pastors, they forget about the little hills, you know, the young ones. We too busy fighting for ourselves sometimes and we have to stop and think, well, what are we really fighting for? What are we really trying to prepare? See, give me 2 Maccabees chapter 5 and verse 19. 2 Maccabees chapter 5
0: verse
2: 19. Read. Nevertheless, God did not choose the people for the places. Sake. So
1: we say God did not choose the people for the place read,
2: but the place for the people's sake. when he's
1: talking about a place, he's talking about them peoples. He's never just talking about the land. The land don't mean nothing. When he's saying the land of Israel, he's talking about Israelites. When he's talking about the land of our captivity, he's talking about the place in which we in captivity, the people under which we in captivity. The land is just the ground you walk on, man. Right. It has no significance. Yo, the land of Israel can be anywhere where we take dominance. That's right. The whole earth can be the land of Israel. That's right. Psalms 72 and one. Some of these brothers getting so caught up in they want to take a plane trip to the land of Israel. Yeah. That, the, I, I swear to you, the ground in the land of Israel tastes the same as the ground over here in America. It's got the same amount of nitrogen. It's got the same amount of oxygen. It's got the same amount of aluminum or whatever is in there. The same amount of sulfur. It's got it's got the same ingredients man. It's not different. It ain't got a magical ingredient over there in Israel That's right. It's just ground. That's right. It's all about the spirit you in when you plant the seed
2: That's right.
1: Read this out the
2: book of psalm chapter 72 and verse 1 read give the king thy judgments Oh, God, He say
1: give the king thy judgments read
2: and Thy righteousness unto the king's son. Read on. He shall judge thy people with righteousness. He say the
1: king shall judge thy people with righteousness. Read
2: and thy poor with
1: judgment. Read on. The Hold on. The what? The mountains. The what? The mountains. So when we switch from the kings and now we all of a sudden we talking about mountains. Bring it out. See. Read on.
2: Shall bring peace to the
1: people. How can the mountains bring peace to the people? You ever look uh, at 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 Mount Helen or whatever they got? The mountains, the mountains in Colorado, and you, and you peaceful now? Okay. You got peace. Did the mountains bring peace to the Middle East? Read, Read on.
2: And the little hills by righteousness. And the little hills
1: get that peace from the mountains through righteousness. That's right. Read. He shall judge the poor. Hold on. What? The mountain The mountain shall do what?
2: He shall judge the poor. Read. Of the
1: people. Read on.
2: He shall save the children of the needy. Read. And shall break in pieces the oppressed.
1: That's our job. To break in pieces, the oppressor, right. we can't have no fear out here dealing with our enemies. See, but that's what the story of David and Goliath is, is for, to show you, you can't have no fear. But we think physically, we thinking, oh, well, if somebody come up on, my, on camp, you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to see him as Goliath. I can take him down like David. No, man, that's not what it is because you're quick to get your, your, back, your back snapped. That's not the way it is, man. It's a spiritual battle. How, how come we read the Bible and it says it's a spiritual war, but then all of a sudden we go to camp, it's a physical war.
2: Bring it out.
1: All of a sudden we talk about Esau now, it's physical war. But every other day we read the Bible, it's spiritual. First Samuel 17 and three, that's what show you brothers are double minded. They they really think one thing, but they say something else because they say one thing. But then the real way they think is going to come out when their actions come out. Read this. All right? <laughs>
2: First Samuel. Chapter 17 and verse 3. Read. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side. See, they going
1: to stand on their kingdoms. Read.
2: And Israel stood on a mountain
1: on the other side. Read. And there was a valley between them. Read on. And there went out a champion
2: out of the camp of the Philistines. See, there
1: went out that champion. That champion. Who's the champion we facing today? Right up. Who is the main oppressor against our people? Who is the big dog on campus that we really afraid of? It's Esau. That's one of the major champions coming up against us. We look at him, man, and we get afraid. You know, even with fringes on. Read.
2: Named Goliath. Named
1: Goliath. Read.
2: And of death. Read. Whose height was six cubits and a span. Give me that
1: in Psalm 74 and 13. See, we. We look at Goliath and we think that, okay, they had a big dude come after. Him. But you can hit a big dude with an arrow. Straight up. What are we thinking? that you, you, They didn't have artillery. They weren't able to shoot cannons. They didn't have the, the, big, the big boulder thing that you cut the line and it swing the boulder and the boulder go hit the person. we thinking because a dude nine feet tall, we scared of him. So we ain't never seen somebody nine feet tall before. Read this for Read this. Psalm chapter
2: 74, verse 13. Read. Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. See, the most
1: high God say he divide the sea by his strength. Read.
2: Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the water. See, is this is
1: the first time the Lord has ascribed our enemies to giants, to large beasts, yeah. to large creatures. See, read on.
2: Thou breakest. The hands of Leviathan. Of what? Of Leviathan. Of what? Of Leviathan. See, it
1: say even then he was describing our enemies as large beasts. That's
2: right.
1: So what make it any different when when David going up against a large beast? No. See, we thinking that here is a parable. Oh, it's got to be a large fish. Or here, here is a parable. You know, we think we we know it's a parable. It's got to be our enemies. But then we go read David and Goliath, and all of a sudden it's got to be a dude that was really big. Right on. You know, since when has Israel ever been scared of somebody yeah. that we see? I mean, you you can look at our peoples nowadays. What a four foot tall dude will come up, he will come up on you swinging. Yeah. You will be six foot five, he'll be four foot and got no knees, and he will come up swinging. That's in our blood. So why are we thinking back then it was it was different? Read.
2: And gave him to be me to the people. Inhabiting the wilderness. Inhabiting
1: the wilderness. Give me Psalms 104, 25. <laughs> the book of Psalms. Chapter 104, verse 25.
2: Read. So is
1: this,
2: So is this great and wide sea. It says,
1: so is this great and wide sea. Read,
2: wherein are things creeping innumerable? And
1: we know what the sea is, so it's not talking about just the ocean. He's not talking about that large body of water. It's talking about the peoples. It's talking about the nations and all of their doctrines. He say, wherein are things creeping innumerable? Read, both small and great beasts. So you're going to have your small, but you're also going to have your great beasts, your giants, your Goliaths, your Leviathans. Read.
2: There go the
1: ship. Hold on. There go the what? There go the ship. So how is this a parable talking about the wide sea and the great and small beasts? And then all of a sudden we get to the ships and now it's talking about real ships. See, we got to understand what is that ships? What is that parable? Read on. There is that
2: Leviathan whom thou hast made to play therein. Give me
1: Deuteronomy 28, 68, because we got to understand as a people, the elder done brought it out. The elder them brought it out. We was already over here, so how is it that we showing our peoples that a hundred million of our peoples came over here on slave ships, you know, and that our peoples was being pushed over here in that in that massive quantities when we was already over here, already taking over the land. We was the ones making war with the with the Native American Indians. We was the one that set up this, the thirteen colonies. So which which history is true? Read this up. I-
2: Deuteronomy, <laughs> chapter
1: 28, verse 68. Read. And the Lord shall bring
2: thee into Egypt.
1: Into Egypt. Slavery, read.
2: Again. With ships. With what? With ships. With
1: what? With ships. So what are those ships? See, was it just talking about we was packed in on slave ships? Give me Matthew 14, 22. See, I'm not, I'm, I know the elder done already, he done broke down to walking on water, right? But I'm, I'm going to go into it. And I'm going to just show you in that parable where it show you what the ship really is. See, read this for me. y'all. Right?
2: Matthew chapter 14, verse
1: 22. Read. And straightway,
2: Shai constrained his disciples to get into a ship.
1: To get into a ship, right? Read.
2: And to go before him unto the other side. Well, he sent the multitudes away. So now
1: people thinking that it's a real ship. But see, as we read, it's going to give you more understanding. Read.
2: And when he had sent the multitudes away. Read. He went up into a mountain apart to pray. So what?
1: Yahashiah climbed a mountain while his disciples were waiting in the ship. He went and climbed a mountain. You know how long it take to climb a mountain?
2: Bring it up. Read. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Read. But the ship. But the what? But the ship Reed. was now in the midst of the sea.
1: So this ship, what is a ship? A ship is is a is a place where you go in and it's got four walls. And if you go inside these four walls that you can't get out of, you get you can float on the sea. You ain't gotta worry about the water outside the sea. Everything that you need is inside this ship, and you ain't gotta go outside this ship. It say and it say, but the ship, Reed, was now.
2: In the midst of the sea. It was
1: floating in the sea. What is that sea? Yeah. The doctrines, the peoples, the other nations, everything that they pour upon us. These are the seas, these doctrines. It say this ship was able to float in the midst of these doctrines. Read. Tossed with waves. Hold on. What was it? Tossed with waves. So what are these waves? Let's see? Read on.
2: For the wind was contrary. Let's get it.
1: Ephesians 4 and 14. So, so this is a physical ship they in. But we're reading about the waves and the winds that we're about to get. Let me show you. Ephesians 4 and 14. Read this. Hour.
2: Ephesians <laughs> chapter 4 verse 14. Read. That we henceforth. Be no more children. Be no
1: more children. Read. Toss to and fro. Toss to and fro. Read.
2: And carry it about with every wind of darkness. See, that's what
1: happened, man. When they was on that ship, they was closed inside of those four walls couldn't see outside them four walls in the middle of the sea, in the middle of the doctrines, and they was being tossed to and fro with every doctrine. Read.
2: By the sleight of men. By the
1: sleight of men, read.
2: And cunning craftiness. Read. Whereby they lie and wait to the sea. Whereby they
1: lie and wait to the sea. Give me Matthew 14, 25. Let's go back. So it say those winds, those waves crashing against them, it say they was doctrines crashing against them, deceiving them. It say by the cunning craftiness of men, fourteen and twenty-five.
2: Matthew chapter fourteen, verse twenty-five. Read. And in the fourth watch of the night, Shah went unto them, walking on the sea.
1: See, Shah, he could walk on the doctrines. Why? Because he had the spiritual faith. He had the spiritual understanding. He was able to walk amidst the doctrines and not be burned. Walk amidst the doctrines and not drown. Walk amidst the doctrines and not be touched. The water on every side. He was able to walk. See, but anybody else step outside their boat, they ain't got faith like that. For you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to show you what that boat is in a second, but, you know, allow your mind to grasp it. It say, anybody else step outside their boat, all of a sudden they drowning in doctrines. All of a sudden they drown. Oh, this video over here, this video over there, this understanding over here, this book over here, they're drowning. Because they don't have true faith. Yeah. See, read on.
2: And when oh. the disciples saw him walking on the sea. See, when
1: they saw that brother in the spirit, that brother really in the spirit, read. They were troubled. Hold on, they were what? They were troubled. They were what? They were troubled. Read. saying It is a spirit. It is the spirit. The spirit of God. Read.
2: And they cried out for fear. Because
1: that's the that's the that is the immediate reaction a lot of brothers have when they see somebody in the spirit. Yeah. They they get afraid. They get afraid to say the wrong thing around you. They get afraid to do the wrong thing. They get afraid that you're going to see they sin. They afraid of you off the bat. You know, when you when you see a brother that's in the spirit that can see through the garbage, that can walk through the midst of the sea, cannot be tricked, cannot be confused. You get afraid of that brother off the bat because, you know, he can see you. he can see you. Give me first Samuel 18 and one, but 18 and 12. Let me let me let me get it out the scriptures. Another example. Of a brother, seeing a brother in the spirit, walking in the word, walking on the water and being afraid of him. First Samuel 18 and 12.
2: First Samuel chapter
1: 18, verse 12. Read. And Saul was afraid of David. Hold on. What was Saul? And Saul
2: was afraid of David.
1: Read. Because
2: the Lord was with him.
1: Because the what? Because the Lord was with him. Read.
2: And was departed from Saul. That is,
1: it just be the immediate reaction. When they know that they not 100% walking like you walking, when they see that they have their faults, you know, and it don't be because of just a brother just off the bat wicked. It just be because the brother got faults. He know he got faults. All of us got faults. But when we see a brother that's in the spirit, we, 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 we immediately just become afraid. He's going to see all of our faults. He's going to call us out on all of our faults. going to see our wickedness and going to deny us, you know, instead of having that true faith. But see, you're going to find out when you have that true faith, you can finally take the hand of your house. Y'all. You got to be afraid of him. You can take his hand. You see? But let's get on. Matthew 14, 27. Read that. Matthew. Oh, did I not? No, just just verse 12. That was it. That was all I wanted. Give me Matthew 14, 27.
0: You good? The book of Matthew
1: chapter 14, verse 27. Read. Read. But straightway, Yehoshaphat spake unto them, read. saying,
2: be of good cheer. Hold on, what did he say? Be of good cheer. See, he's
1: letting you know I'm in the spirit of Yehoshaphat. You don't have to be afraid of me. Be of good cheer, read.
2: It is I. It is
1: I, read. Be not
2: afraid. And that's
1: that's how it is. You know, when you see, you know, I know I learned a lot from the elder, from the deacons. And you a lot of brothers, you know, even myself, I'll be looking at them like, man, I hope you don't see that I was lazy this week. You know what I'm saying? I have to check myself on that. You know what I'm saying? And just check and make myself not be lazy. But then I realize, oh, well, that's my brother. Be not afraid. You know what I'm saying? It is I. Be of good cheer. It is as simple as that. You ain't got to be afraid of the brother. He's here to help you. He's there to be with you. He's there to guide you through the, through the rain, through the, through the snow. He's there to guide you through the sea. You see what I'm saying? But read on. And Peter
2: answered him and said, Lord, if it be he
1: say, Lord, if you really are in the spirit, if you really are teaching us this true word, read.
2: Bid me. Come unto thee on the water. He say,
1: teach me what you know. Teach me how to see the world like you see the world. Because stuck inside of this ship, I can't see the world. You know, and I'm going to tell you what that ship is, man. That ship, Christianity. Bring it out. You know, that ship, Muslim. Please. That ship, atheism.
2: Bring
1: it out. That ship, Egyptology. That ship, spirituality. Right. That ship, Hebrew Israelites.
2: Bring it up.
1: It can be that too. Because what happens is you get st- when you in Christianity, what happens is you now inside of your little ship, you in your four walls, you're not gonna just hear what everybody he over there telling you. Here over there, you're not hearing it. You still floating in your own little private world, Christianity. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna get no water inside of your boat. Ain't no other doctrine getting inside of your boat.
0: Right.
1: You see what I'm saying? Same thing with Muslim. Same with atheism. Same thing with all these other doctrines. Doctrines, 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 doctrines. Give me that definition. I'm going to show you what do the word religion mean. So we say religio, religio. Make it bigger. What do the word religio really go into? Give me this first, this newer research. Read that. Newer research shows that in the ancient and
2: medieval world, that etymology, Latin root religio, was understood as an individual virtue of worship in mundane context. It's a
1: worship of the everyday things that you do in your life. You're worshiping. Oh, I got to do this this way. I got to do this this way. I got to do this. This is what the doctrine is. This is what it, it's got to be. This. It's got to be that. I'm in my boat. I'm in my box. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. Can't nobody tell me nothing. This is what it is. Got to be the dark moon. Christ never was born. He had he had his father was a God. It wasn't Joseph. It's got to be this. It's got to be. Can't tell me. Can't bring no water in my boat. It's got to be this. You see what I'm saying? But read on.
2: Never as
1: doctrine,
2: practice or actual source of knowledge. Read. In general, religio referred to broad social obligations towards anything, including family, neighbors, rulers and even towards god see
1: we 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 got religio when it comes to everything some brothers they gotta do the whole gotta do the whole handshake religio you stuck in it you can't get away from it you know some brothers we gotta we we gotta do these certain things this way you know what i'm saying we gotta do these certain things this way this is the way i gotta do this this is why i gotta search everything that i'm eating out we gotta religio
0: now
1: yeah. we we constrained we trapped we stuck inside the ship, you see. Give me go, jump down to the to the next one. What I want, go, go uh, up. I think it's go up, or is it down? Go down. I wanted it where it said uh, faith. There it is. Religio among the Romans. Religio among the Romans.
2: Religio among the Romans Read. was not based
1: on faith. Hold on, hold on. When you constrained and you constricted and you got to do it this way, this Train specific way that you was trained your whole life and you got this tradition, what is that not based on?
2: Was not based on
1: faith. See that religio, that ship that you in. When you stuck inside them four walls and you can't see the world around you, that's not based on faith. What? You trust in that ship.
0: No.
1: See, it's just like when it say, you know, not based on the letter of the law, but based on faith. See, you stuck inside that ship when you when you in that ship, you don't have faith in Christ. You have faith in that ship. You know, that ship ain't got no holes in it. You know what I'm saying? And that's OK. Some people, they got a bit on the ark. What, what you think? Noah built the ark. Could nobody walk on water then? You know what I'm saying? You had to get in the ship. You had to. Now he's letting you know you ain't got to get in the ship no more. You could come out here and walk, you know, but read on.
2: But on knowledge.
1: See, that's that religio, not based on faith. It's based on knowledge, man. Brothers got to know this. They got to know. I got to have this. I got to have that. I got to have this. They got to seal all the holes in the boat. Got to seal all the holes in the boat so the water can't get in. You see? But that's all I need on that. Go back to where I had you. Matthew 14, 28. Matthew chapter 14, verse 28. Read. And Peter answered him. And said, Lord, if it be thou, if it be thou, read, bid
2: me come unto thee on the water.
1: Bid me to come out of the traditions I've been taught. Bid me to come out of the constrictions that I put on my own mind. You know what I'm saying? Even coming into the truth, we've been put in constrictions, traditions that we can't get out of. We have faith in those things and we don't have faith in Christ. Read.
2: And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of out of the ship. And when
1: Peter was come down out of the ship, read.
2: He walked on the water. Oh, he did what? He walked on the water. Read. To go to Yahweh. That's the
1: way to Yahweh. You gotta walk. You can't rely on the ship no more. You gotta walk. You gotta walk for yourself. You gotta take up your own bed and you gotta walk for yourself. That is the way to Yahweh. See, read.
2: But when he saw the wind.
1: But when he saw that all these other things that he's seen, that's why we be telling brothers and sisters out there We'd be like don't go watching other videos. Don't go seeking all over the internet Don't go be watching other classes because you thinking you 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 inside the safety of the ship right now You know what I'm saying? You good as long as you in the right ship We building a good ark for you right now But if you can't walk if you really can't walk on that water man and you try to go out there and step out there and go watch some other videos or go follow some other people or go follow some, you will drown. You're not ready. That's why we be telling people, he say, when he seen the wind was boisterous, read.
2: He was afraid. He was what? He was afraid. He was what? He was afraid. Man,
1: because they don't they don't know what to believe. They don't know what is the truth. Okay. They panic. Read.
2: And beginning to
1: sink. And beginning to sink, read.
2: He cried, saying, Lord, save me. He
1: say, Lord, save me. Save me from myself. Bring me back into the ship. Bring me back up on the water because I can't do it myself. I can't do it alone. Read.
2: And immediately Jehovah Shai stretched forth his hand
1: and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith. Oh, thou of little faith. Read. Wherefore didst thou doubt? Because when you got faith and you don't doubt, then you can go and you can research and you can study and you can find and you'll never be dissuaded away from the truth that you know is the truth. Because you got faith. You know what the Most High wants you to do. You know what the path is. They can nobody really trick you into anything because you got faith. Right. But when you doubt, when you have doubt, then somebody can come to you, they can tell you something, and you're thinking, man, is that right? Is that what it really is? Is that what the truth is? Is that what it is? Then you're then you showing doubt has little faith. You sank real quick. Real quick. You was walking for a second. Somebody came and said something different to you. <laughs> sank. Hey. Sank like a stone. Right Read.
2: And when they were come into the ship. But when
1: they came into the ship, when Christ came into the ship too. Because we building a ship here in one body of Yahweh that Christ occupies. That's right. Christ is in this ship. That's you see what I'm saying? It's say when they were coming to the ship. Read. The wind sees. Ain't no wind coming around this ship, man. That's right. See what I'm saying? Because Christ is here. That's right. See, before Christ wasn't in the ship. He was walking on the water. Now he in this ship. We building this ship and we allowing him to occupy this ship. For y'all, because we know it. Can't everybody walk? Can't everybody walk on the water, man? Some people got to just get in the ark. You know what I'm saying? Some people got to get in the ark, man. You know, can't everybody walk out there on the floods, walk out there on the water and be saved? Some people got to get in the ark and we're building it for you right now. With Christ in it. With Christ in it. Give me First Samuel 17 and 4. 1 Samuel.
2: Chapter 17 and verse 4. Read! And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines, named Goliath Reed. of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. Read on. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head. And he was armed with a coat of mail. Read on. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. See,
1: brothers get caught up on these measurements. These specific things the helmet of brass armed coat of mail it's got to be a person it's got specifics 5,000 shekels of brass it's got to be specifics he's got to be a person he's letting you know that's a powerful a powerful nation a powerful enemy a powerful giant coming up against you he's got 5,000 shekels of chain mail on him right now you know what I'm saying looking at you with a helmet of brass you can't even get to him you know what I'm saying got an army 6 million people deep You know what I'm saying? Got AK-47s and missiles that can shoot you from space? That's a real big piece of chainmail. Read.
2: And he had greaves of brass upon his legs. Read. And a target of brass between his shoulders. Read on. And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam.
1: Destructive power. Read.
2: And his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron and one bearing a shield. Went before him. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel. And said unto them. Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine? And ye servants of Saul? Choose you a man for
1: you. Hold on. What did he say? Choose you
2: a man for
1: you. What did he say?
2: Choose you a man for you. Read. And let him come down to
1: me. Give me Saul 94 and 16. He said choose you. A man for you that will fight for you and let him come down against this giant. Let him come down and fight against this oppressor. Let him come down and fight against this this Leviathan. Read this for me. Alex.
2: Psalm chapter 94 verse 16. Read who will rise up for me against the evil dude? He's
1: calling for our own champion because Israel don't want to fight for themselves. Now we need a champion. Bring
2: it home.
1: You know, because why didn't Israel just go and fight against him? What's the problem? We wait for somebody to come save us. Bring it out. We need our own champion. We need our own king. That's what we want. We don't want to fight for ourselves. But I'm going to show you. Read.
2: Or who will stand up for
1: me against the workers of iniquity? Read 1 Samuel 8 and 19. I'm going to show you. 1 Samuel chapter 8 verse 19. 1 Samuel. <laughs> chapter 8 verse 19. Read. Nevertheless, the
2: people refuse to obey. The voice of
1: Sam. See, they refused to obey the voice of the prophet. Read. And
2: they said, nay.
1: See, the prophet trying to tell them, fight for yourselves. Live for yourselves. Be for yourselves. But they said, nay, read.
2: But we will have a king over us. We
1: want somebody to do it for us. We just want to be sheeps following, following one person. That's what we would rather have. Read.
2: That we also may be like all the nations. Because all the
1: other nations, they're stupid. Us as Israelites, we're not built stupid. We're all built super smart, like intelligent. You know what I'm saying? The other nations, they're all built stupid. So they need one person that's the that's the more intelligent of them all to kind of lead them where they're supposed to go. They like ants. You know what I'm saying? They, they like, you know, dumb animals that, that gather together. We're not like that. Any one of us can be, the, can be the, the genius. Any one of us can be the innovator. We were all built with the same genetics. Read.
2: And that our king. May judge us. He say
1: that our king may judge. They want the king to judge them, Read And go out before us. They want the king to d- do all of what they work for them, Read And fight our battles. And they want their king to fight their battles. They don't want to fight their own battles. They want the king. The king, that's what they sitting there waiting for. They afraid. They want their king to come out there and tell them, oh, everything going to be all right. I got our champion. Everything good. Why don't we go fight for ourselves, man? Read
2: And Samuel heard all the words of the people Samuel heard
1: all the words of the people read
2: and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord
1: give me 1st Samuel 17 and 9
2: 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 9 read if he be able to
1: fight with me he say if he be able to fight with me read
2: and to kill me and to
1: kill me read
2: Then will we be your
1: servants. Then will we be your servants. Give me 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. It says, if we be able to fight against the the, the Goliath, the Leviathan, the enemy, and kill them, and kill them. Is it talking about physically killing them? Can we kill them all? How if we kill them all? They're going to be our servants. See, give me 2 Corinthians 10 and 3.
2: 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 For though we walk in the flesh Though
1: we walk in the flesh, read.
2: We do not war after the flesh. Read on. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So
1: we saying the weapons of our warfare are not physical, not carnal. See, when we thinking we are looking at that, we saying old oh, Goliath saying, can somebody come out there and kill him? I'd have been the first one with an arrow in my notch. Yeah, I got you. I got one for you. You know, So why are we thinking that's what it is? Read on.
2: But mighty through God.
1: But mighty through God, read.
2: To the pulling down of strongholds. He
1: said, if there be any champion among you that can fight against me and pull down my stronghold. Pull down the lies I put in front of you. Pull down the false history I put in front of you. Pull down the chains I put on you. Read.
2: Casting down imagination. If
1: there be any man among you that can fight against me, and cast down my imaginations, read.
2: And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Read on. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Yahweh Shah. Read on. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is forbidden. You say if any
1: man can come out there, fight against me, and teach the people how to really be obedient, we'll be your servants. We'll be your servants. See, but give me Revelations nineteen nineteen. Let's get some more on it. Revelations nineteen
2: nineteen. Yeah. Revelation
1: chapter nineteen, verse nineteen. Read.
2: And I saw the beast. Hold on, the what? And I saw the
1: beast. The Goliath. And I saw the beast. The
2: Leviathan. I and I saw, saw the beast. Read. And the kings of the earth. Read on. And their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. See, they come to
1: make war against us, man. Read.
2: And the beast was taken. Read. And with him, the false prophet that brought miracles before him. Read on. With which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshiped his image. Read. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with fire, burning volume, with brimstone. Burning with brimstone. Read on. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse. Read on. Which sword proceeded out of his
1: mouth. So is it so? It say this sword proceed out of his mouth. It say, Can any man fight against me, destroy the beast, throw me in the lake? Destroy the doctrines I put in front of you. Tear down the imaginations with the sword that coming out of his mouth. Read.
2: And all the vows were filled with their flesh.
1: Give me 1 Samuel 17 and 9 again. And see, we're not going to go over the whole thing. We're going to bring it out in another class, the second half of it because it's too much to bring out in one class. But read this. 1 Samuel 17 and 9 again.
2: 1 Samuel Chapter 17 and verse 9. Read on. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servants. Then
1: will we be your servants. Read.
2: But if I prevail against him. See,
1: but if he can prevail against us, if he can prevail, if we send somebody out there, if we put somebody above us, if we have a leader that we set above us that can't defend us from the lies, that ain't really teaching us the truth. That ain't really guiding us in the, in the way of Shai Read.
2: But if I prevail against him. Read. And kill him. And make
1: him dumb, stupid, can't defend his people. Read.
2: Then shall ye be our servants and serve
1: us. Ain't that what we're doing to this day? Give me Jeremiah 14 and 2. Why are we serving them then? because the leader that we put ahead of us, the leaders that we've been putting ahead of us, they got killed by Goliath, Bring it out. have not been able to defend us from the doctrines, have not been able to tear down the strongholds. That's right. Read this, Ock.
2: Jeremiah chapter 14, verse two. Read, Judah, mourning, Judah is still in mourning. Read, and the gates thereof languish.
1: Is this talking about uh, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Martin Luther King? Or is this talking about the leaders that we put ahead of us with fringes on? It say the gates thereof languish are not guiding us in the way we're supposed to be guided. Read.
2: They are black unto the ground. Still
1: suffering. Read.
2: And the cry of Jerusalem is gone up. Read on. And their nobles have sent their little ones to the water. See, we
1: sent our little ones to the waters to to drink. We've been guided to the waters to drink. Read.
2: They come They
1: came to the leaders read
2: and found no water,
1: found no water, found no water from the places we supposed to find it with the leaders of Israel, with the brothers that got the garments, with the brothers that got the fringes. We're not finding the water. Read.
2: They returned with their vessels. empty. That's
1: why you see so many people leaving the truth. Read on.
2: They were ashamed and confounded. And covered their heads. And
1: covered their heads, read.
2: Because the ground is kept. Read on. For there was no rain in the earth. The
1: rain is supposed to come from the leaders. Read on.
2: The plowmen were ashamed. Read on. They covered their heads. Give me 1
1: Samuel 17 and 10. 1
2: Samuel chapter 17 and verse 10. Read. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel
1: this day he say he defy our armies this day read
2: <coughs> give me a man that we may fight together because he
1: know Israel Israel not going to fight for themselves hey, no. that's why they always when they come dealing with it they say who's the leader of this camp who's the, who's the leader who's the main one give me a man that may fight against me this day because they know that a lot of us are just followers
0: Bring it you on. know what I'm
1: saying? We really ain't got the knowledge. We really don't put in the study. We really don't try to seek the, seek the understanding. We just we just say that's right. That's about it. That's why they have to go. That's why they be looking for that one. See? But read on.
2: When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistines, read. they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Still waiting
1: on God to save them. Give me Joel 3 and 9. The most high God did not give us the spirit of fear. Let's see what the spirit, the most high God gave us.
2: Joel, chapter three and verse nine. Read. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Read. Prepare war. Hold on, what did he say? Prepare war. what did he say? Prepare war. It say
1: that's the spirit we supposed to have on us. Prepare war. You know, not wait for somebody else. Wait for that one guy to go do war. All of us prepare war. Read.
2: Wake up the mighty man. Wake
1: up the mighty man. Read.
2: Let all the men of war draw near. Read on. Let them come up. Read on. Beat your plowshares into swords. Do you do what now? Beat your plowshares into swords. See, we
1: got we brothers that thinking that they're not ready. Brothers that thinking that they want to wait for somebody else to come out with the truth. Brothers that thinking they want to wait for somebody else to think of the next step for the nation. A lot of us we just follow it. We're just waiting for some the, the leader of the camp to come with the next step the nation's supposed to take. He say beat your own plowshare into a sword. Take that take that tool you was using for your own private home garden and use it for your nation. Read on.
2: And your pruning hooks into spears. Read. Let the weak say I am strong. Give me
1: first Samuel seventeen and twelve. He say, Let the weak say that I am strong. 1 Samuel 17 and 12.
2: 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 12. Now David was the son of that Ephraimite of Bethlehem Judah, whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons. And the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. He
1: was a man well beyond his years. A man of understanding. Read.
2: And the three eldest sons of Jesse, went and followed Saul to the battle and the names of his three sons that went to the battle were Eliab the firstborn and next unto him Abadab and the third Shammah and David was the youngest and the three eldest followed Saul read on but David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem read on and the Philistines drew near Morning and evening, and
1: presented himself 40 days. See, that's what the see, these other nations, the enemy, the Goliath, they present themselves before you. They're going to put it in front of you in their television, in their movies, in their books, in their internet. they going to present it. They're going to say, Come on, come on, disprove it. Oh, yeah, you want to send your, your son to us, to uh, History 101, we're going to teach him that Christ- Christopher Columbus discovered America. Disprove it. You know, we're going to present ourselves. What man will fight against us? We're going to tell you that Benjamin Franklin was the first president of the United States. Uh, George Washington was the first president of the United States. Disprove it. Come on. We're going to tell you we set up the 13 colonies. Disprove it. No. Send that one man that can come and fight against me. They're going to keep on showing it in your face. 40 days have been showing it in our face, man. Read on.
2: And Jesse yeah. said unto David, his son, take now for thy brethren and Ephah of this part corn, and these ten loaves. And run to the camp, and run to the camp to thy brethren. Read on. And carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand. Read. And look how thy brethren fare, and take their pledge. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Allah, fighting with the Philistines. So
1: you telling me they was fighting with the Philistines, but they was all just going around. Goliath, Goliath was just standing there every day coming out but everybody else was fighting around him see read on
2: and David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keep. read and took and went as Jesse had commanded him and he came to the trench as the host was going forth to fight to the fight and shouted for the battle
1: see as and shouted for the battle read
2: for Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in a race read army against army. So
1: where was Goliath at this time? Was he in there fighting? Or was he still waiting for the champion? What was going on at that time? Read.
2: And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. Read on. And as he talked with them, behold, there came upon the champion the Philistine of God. Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same word. So what?
1: Everybody took a break so they could hear what Goliath had to say. Everybody was like, okay, hold up. It's five o'clock. No more war. We got to hear what Goliath coming with the challenge. See, read on.
2: And David heard them. Read on. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him. And for are sore afraid. Israel
1: still fleeing from that, man. They don't want to break down them, them lies. They don't want to go against the history. That's they right. don't want to fight against the atrocity. They, they, they want to continue to go with the same tradition, doctrine they've been taught. They don't want to break down no lies. They yeah. run from it. They're afraid, to, they're afraid to really seek. They're afraid to change the status quo. They're, cha- they're afraid to change what Israel loved and learned as it's gone with their whole life. They're afraid to change it. See? Read.
2: And the men of Israel said, Have ye seen this man that is come up? Surely to divide Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him,
1: the man who destroys these doctrines, who gives us back our kingdom, who brings us back to our true history, read. The king will enrich him with great
2: riches, read. and will give him his daughter. And make his father's house free in Israel. Read on. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? What
1: shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? Read.
2: And taketh away the reproach from
1: Israel. And taketh away the reproach from Israel. Taketh away the lies from Israel. Taketh away the shame from Israel. Read.
2: For who? Is this uncircumcised Philistine. Who is this
1: heathen Read
2: That he should defile. fight the armies of the living God. Give me
1: Luke 17 and 10. What was he saying? He said what shall be done to that man? No. Give me Luke 17 and 10. What is he really saying? What is he really saying? What shall be done unto that man? Read this. Op- Luke chapter
2: 17. And verse 10.
1: Read. So likewise he.
2: When ye shall have done all those things which are commanded
1: you. Which, when you have done all those things which are commanded you, it's your commanded of you to break down the lies. It's commanded of you to tear down the strongholds. That's right. It's commanded of you to destroy the doctrines that have been taught unto us that are lies. Read.
2: Say, we are unprofitable servants.
1: David didn't want nothing in return. No. David wasn't looking for that reward. That's David right. said, it's my job. He out there spending lies my job to destroy. That's what I was born for. Read.
2: We have done that. Which was our duty to do. Give me
1: Jeremiah 28 and 8. Let's see what our duty is. Last precept. We're going to come back next week. We're going to go through the last half of that chapter. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Because it's a lot to go through. But our peoples need to see what it's like to go up against the Goliath.
0: Bring you out. know?
1: So we can understand what to do now. How do we defeat the Goliath we face now if we don't know how to defeat the Goliath we faced back then? we thinking that we we swung we slung a rock so now we out here looking for rocks where the rock at so I can sling it at Esau I guess I gotta go pick up Allah put him in that sling read this out
2: Jeremiah chapter 28 and verse 8 read the prophets that have been before me and before thee of old prophesied both against many countries
1: he said the prophets that came before me and before thee their job was prophesy against many countries. Did it say prophesy against Goliath? Did it say prophesy against a nine foot tall Philistine? Read.
2: And against great kingdoms.
1: Against great kingdoms. Read. Of war. Of what? Of
2: war. Of what? Of, what? of, of war.
1: Read. And of evil. Read on.
2: And of pestilence. That's the
1: job. Unprofitable servants. We go out to the war. We see Goliath spin them lies. We see Goliath coming up against us, telling us, taunting us. Tell us you won't do nothing. You won't come against us. 40, 40 days he been going out there. Ain't nobody said nothing to him. Ain't nobody fought against him. But now, we coming. we coming with that to break down the lies. That's right. On that, we say shalom.